0: Hello, and welcome to Good Friends, Strong Families, the podcast where every episode equips you with a new skill, surrounds you with support, and provides actionable steps you can immediately implement in your family life. I am Angela, and I'm joined by my co-host, Anna. Hello, Anna. Today, we're diving into an absolutely vital topic. This is one that really hits close to home for me, monitoring our kids and teens. Monitoring. This is a good one. Uh, We talk about this a lot, both um, monitoring both physically, but also monitoring emotionally, where they are emotionally. It's a good one. Uh, Understanding how to do this is a really a foundational skill. As um, family coaches, we work on this all the time with families. We are going to help you folks, as we're going through today, to come up with some really good skills. How can you do it? We're going to talk about why it's important um, and this really does for us, this skill showcases how much we really love and value our children. Because some of this is time, some of this is effort. Uh, and friends, we're going to help you to have a solid grasp on the what, the why, and the how.
1: Yeah, I think um, monitoring, depending on how you're raised, could mm. maybe bring up some feelings. <laughs> 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 and the word monitoring feels very punitive. Well, it's funny because I was like, you know, nobody bats an eye with like a baby monitor. Right. Right. Like, right. why do we monitor our babies? Right. Right. Yes, we we're we we safe. We want to keep them safe. We miss them. We want to make sure they're okay. We yes. want to be ready for their needs. Right. Yes. yes so yes, I think yes. when like you think about that and then you try to like expand upon that as they get older, their needs change. Yeah. Their abilities change. Um, and so really if, if you, if we could go back to when they were still in the crib and and keep them there forever, no, Uh, and and, and we could, uh, what's the word, but like, uh, keep the monitoring, but right. It's going to change. It's going to evolve. Yeah. 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 I think what kind of happens is, um, maybe we don't have a good foundation of like how that changes. Yeah. And then they get to a certain age. And we're like, oh my gosh, we don't know what's going on in yeah. their life. We need to monitor them. We need to know what's going on. We need to know where they're going and who their friends are. What, what are they're they doing? doing. Yeah. We need to know all these things. And then we like lay down the hammer and they're like, whoa.
0: What's You've been doing this all wrong? these years
1: now. Please. And so I think that wherever you're at on that spectrum, right? Mm-hmm we can give you some tools um, to either lay that strong foundation and remind you that like, it's going to, it's going to change, right? Like your this relationship um, is always evolving. Your kid is always evolving. Their needs are changing. Their abilities are changing. And so we can, we can carry you through there. But then if you're at that point, we're like, crap, like we weren't really monitoring. Uh And like, now we're kind of thinking like, Oh, maybe we should have had, um, we should have had some things implemented and some like some, safety things put in place and like now we need to introduce those um we can cover that too
0: that's a really good point you know i was thinking about um even as we're talking about monitoring some of this is us watching you know knowing where they are who they're with blah 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 blah. checking in on that but a lot of this too is um, monitoring their emotional state
1: yeah yeah and we need to monitor our kids um like they may not leave our house but Mm. they have access beyond our walls.
0: That's really good.
1: So they they could be playing online video games. They could be watching YouTube. They could be on social media. Like they have access to the world through many devices, right? So that's another thing that needs to be monitored. And again, like wherever you're at, maybe your your kids getting their first device or their first YouTube account or whatever, right? And you you want to establish those kind of things. And and I think the the negative side is like we often think like are we invading their privacy? Because maybe we felt like our privacy was invaded. And really, it's like, no, we want to show them that we love them, we care about them. And we want to ensure their safety, like you said, well, their their physical safety, but also their emotional safety. And um, that's something that, I mean, they're, they're getting things thrown at them in, in a variety of ways.
0: You know, one of the things that, and you and I have talked about that in the past, and I wanted to look up these numbers because they're really important. But um, just in in the last couple of years, there was um, just we study over time kids' mental health, kids' yeah. depression. One of the things that came up in, and you'll see this in the news just this year. We've been talking a lot about it. Is that forty one percent of our daughters report feeling sad or hopeless? Yeah. 41% of our girls, 29% of our boys, mm. but 41% of our girls, they, they actually say they feel sad and hopeless some of the time. We're talking three out of five kids here, Yeah, three out of five kids. Yeah. And so one of the things when we're talking girls, one of the things that's really important for us to think about is, you know, we may, we're going to get pushback from our kids. And I don't know that if I could, I don't know that I could say this any more strongly. Nobody else is looking out. The way we're looking out for the mental health of our kids.
1: And they're worth it.
0: They're totally worth it. And that that doesn't make it easy. So what you're implying is this is not easy. No. And it's not easy.
1: No. We're going to tell you, like, we're going to break down what it means to monitor. And and we can, with these words, it can sound really, really simple. Mm -hmm. But there was a famous person, not a famous person, a very wise person. She was maybe 11 at the time, my oldest daughter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not famous, just wise.
1: (laughs) Um, And my son was trying to get her to to help him with a video game. And he was like, come on, just do it. It's so simple. And she said, I literally, I will never forget this. She goes, I know it's simple, but it doesn't mean it's easy.
0: Mm, That's really good.
1: So I'm going to give you the simple. (laughs) I can't promise you the easy, but I can give you the simple. What does it mean to actually monitor? What does that mean? Well, we want to be in the know. Yeah. We want to know where they're at, who they're with, what they're doing. When will they be back? Right. And we want to make sure that we're asking, are you going to be around drugs and alcohol? Right. And we've hopefully already established with them that that is an expectation that we have that they won't be. Right. Right. Um, and so that you can apply that. that obviously, that's when, where, how that's sounds physical, but monitoring online what are you looking at? Right. What are you watching? Right. Um, how does that make you feel?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is something, you know, a lot of times, the, and we've all gotten caught in this because I think mainly because the whole idea of online is it's though it's not new to our kids, it's newer to those of us raising kids mm-hmm. that our kids are sometimes victimized online. We think, oh well, they're just on whatever name your favorite app with their friends, and that's not true because the things that our kids see mm-hmm. online are intended for them to see online. Right. I remember one time one of our kids um, got clicked on a link. I can't remember. I don't want to name the toy, but there was a toy ad on there, and they clicked on the ad toy, on or ad for the toy mm-hmm. online, and it brought them to a porn site. And once they hit that, then the porn sites started all popping up. And so I think he was probably 10, 11, something like that. And the, the problem was that we didn't expect that fast enough because of his age. We, that particular block we didn't put on there because we, it didn't even occur to us. We had other blocks, other, but not that one. It didn't even occur to us why would we, why would pornography come up? And and one of the things that we had to explain when we did co- go back, oh God, it was awful. Um, he, he was just horrified and and sad and felt shame. And you know, one of the things we had to explain to him, and and the reason that we went so far in making sure that we were now really paying attention to what right. he was doing, was because there are people who are trying to victimize our kids. Right, There are. And not to say, you know, what, what, this is a balance for every single parent. Yeah. It is a balance. How yeah. do we make sure our kids are physically safe, but also don't feel so much fear all the time that they can't maneuver in the world? How do we make sure they're emotionally safe, but also that they do experience some of the things that will help them to grow? It's like if we always keep them away from dirt. They're never going to be able to build immunity. That's not to say that we expose them to really awful things. But what it is to say is that we can't put them in a bubble.
1: Right.
0: And so we have to figure out what are some really good ways to do that. And that's part of monitoring emotional and physical. And that is, you know, sometimes we get pushback on this where families will say, well, I don't want to I don't want to make them feel stifled or that we don't trust them. And we always use the term trust, but monitor. Right. They're not developed. Their their full brain function, their decision making is not fully developed into their uh, until into their mid twenties. What does that mean? Well, that
1: they need us. Yeah,
0: they yeah. need us to help make some of those decisions.
1: You're absolutely right. I think I think it's it's it, it's not about being nosy. I think I, I remember I had a, I had a really good friend growing up, and um, I mean, my parents didn't know all of these monitoring techniques, mm. but. But they would ask some questions and I would probably have said that they were too nosy. But anyways, my my um, as I think most people, again, feel that way. Right. Um, but I had a friend and her parents were probably the opposite. Mm-hmm. And as I matured and, and saw uh, how we each grew up and over the years, I, I was able to look back and identify that. Um, my parents' interest, mm. <laughs> no matter how overbearing it may have felt at times, I knew it was because they cared about right,
0: me. Right, that's right. And
1: we sometimes question that mm. because it was like, "Well, my parents don't care," like you know what I mean.
0: That's really that's important.
1: And so I think that if we can remind ourselves the why, mm. and we can we can we need to be aware, but we don't want to be so driven by fear that we let fear be our driving force instead of the care and concern and love for our children Mm -hmm. be the thing that is pushing us through that hard, simple, but not easy part of this job. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. That's right.
1: (laughs) So it it may get uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) It may get uncomfortable. And there are things, there are going to be things that we're going to have to tell our kids they can't do or places they can't go or you know, and sometimes we may have to go and follow up to make sure they right. are where they say they would be. Right. You know, and it, with our younger kids, when our kids are younger, we think, okay, well, you know, as long as we're making sure that but there were times where I remember one time in particular that um, I had purchased a class online. I don't remember what site it was, but it was a summer class. And then one of our kids, our kids always did like parks and rec summer stuff. But this particular one was one online, and when I when I went to go, it was an all day camp, and I think it was like some kind of art camp. It was like three days that week, school week or something. And when I went to go drop them off, I had already checked in with them about do you do background checks, whatever, and they assured me they did, blah blah blah. But then as I got there, do you know that pit mm, yeah. in the stomach thing? Mm-hmm. And I went. Mm. And so I actually had to readjust some things. I actually stayed in the area just across the street. I said, I'm going to be right here. I'll be at the coffee shop right there. across." And then I just, you sit there and you work instead of, you know. And so there are things when they're younger that you're doing consistently to make sure that they're safe. But somehow as they get older, we start to take their word for it.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I think, I love that you brought up that, like, Gut feeling, that yeah. knowing, and that's something that I have tried to talk about with my kids. Not just about like when I have it, but to for them to recognize it in themselves.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: And so um, I have, I gosh, we've actually had a few situations, and and at the at, when it was all said and done, nothing was clear that uh, somebody was a threat or it was an unsafe situation. But I said, you know what, I I don't care if if there was nothing wrong. You felt that there was, and you listened to it.
0: That's right. And so, so what? That's right.
1: I would rather you listen to that and walk away or call us or whatnot. And uh, it's just laughing because we were literally just talking about this, uh, my oldest, who is legally an adult, but as we have talked about, and we will probably talk about many more times on this podcast, their brains are not fully developed, and so we still have these kind of check-ins, you know. And so she was going somewhere, and she was going with a friend, but then people she didn't know were also going to be there, and so I just kind of said, like, okay, like, so what, you know, what do you need to be aware of, what you know, and so. Um, we talked about that kind of stuff. Like, okay, don't, don't take a drink from anybody. You know, what if somebody offers you a drink, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Don't drink that. Don't take all that kind of stuff. And then I said, okay, so like, like, what if you just don't feel comfortable? Like you don't know these people. What if, what if you're just not picking up on the vibe, right? Like, what do you do? And she was like, well, I call you. And I was like, I mean, you can, but you also uh, can get in your car and just drive. (laughs) That's funny. But that um, just goes to show that, like, like you said, they still need us. Yeah, they still and, need. And us. it's different. It's a different need. Yes. And it's a different way of monitoring. It's a different way of checking in. And the way that I've always explained it to my kids, especially now that three of them are driving, oh my gosh, um, I'm like, look, I don't walk out this house without telling you where I'm going. That's right. I don't walk out this house without telling your dad where I'm going. And so I expect the same thing from you. Right. And if, if and when you grow up, and if you have a roommate. I would hope that these things that we do as a family, you would take with you because it it will it will be in your for your benefit. Right. There's nothing about that would be negative. I mean, like, there just is it. Hey, like, go to the store. Example, yeah. Like, hey, I'm going to the store. I should be back within an hour. Like, right. ha- that's not hard. You're not. Nobody's controlling you. You know what I mean? Like, that isn't, it's just good communication. That isn't what we're doing exactly. We're communicating, and um, I think in this day and age, like, gosh, like, you just can't go wrong with implementing those kind of skills and strategies and just making them part of your day and part of your routine.
0: Well, and also the earlier we do this, the more we're checking in, I'm even thinking about that emotional check-in. What a great time to do that. um, When you're doing your, my time that one-on-one, Yeah. you know, if you, we get uh, one of the skills that we teach is one-on-one time. And this is true for our teens too, but also our littles love it. Yeah. But then our teens also where it's one kid, one parent, uh, 15 minutes a day doing something that the kid wants to do and or the team wants to do and then um, that's a good opportunity for it's not us grilling them we're not you know that's not what that's for but right. what that what what that does is if you're doing that consistently it's building a foundation right, so that you always have the power of open conversations
1: right and like you know like my oldest is working nearly full-time going to call you know college just started up again And so I don't see her as much as I used to. Right. right? But I still try to have those little like check-ins like, gosh, I haven't seen you much. Like, how's everything going? How's work? Like how's this going? And, and just like opening those doors and checking them, and like, how are you feeling? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are you handling like your new schedule? Are you getting into a routine? Uh, You know, how are you feeling? And then like, I think, like you mentioned, especially with, like, the teens and especially, like, the girls, um, we know that, again, like, social media, like, all these things are weighing on them. And so I think sometimes, like, open the conversation say, like, gosh, like, I noticed, like, as I was scrolling, like, I felt this way. And, like, Mm. I don't really know why. But, like, do you ever, like, how do you feel, like, when you get off of social media, do you feel better or worse? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, ask just ask and be honest about how how like those things impact you too yes, like yeah. so, oh man like have you ever like had something pop up on your computer or like an ad or like on youtube like sometimes the videos will just play one after another like have you ever seen something you're like why would they show me this you don't even have to say like what it was but it like this isn't the kind of stuff i want to watch like has yeah. that ever happened to you yeah i like that there's ways to open the keep those communications at whatever age they're at and also like I think when we can be a little bit more vulnerable, um, it it just shows them. And honest
0: about how, yeah, Yeah. about what, yeah. It
1: isn't about control. It's about communication. It's about relationship.
0: That's a good one. Yes. Good. That's awesome. Well, I think, you know, we're just going to say these five C's. We we think about the five C's in terms of uh, how we can continue to do this monitoring accountability. And those are communication, connection, consistency, caring, and compassion. And the more we do those the way that uh, we're supposed to do them, focused on uh, building connection with our kids, not trying to do the gotcha, but building connection, (laughs) the more we'll have that solid foundation for effective monitoring moving into their adult lives. They're never going to stop needing us. It's just going to be different. So awesome well thank you everyone so much for being here uh just a quick do you want to do our quick wrap-up or revisiting
1: so, just a reminder monitoring goes beyond just knowing their whereabouts it also involves that emotional health and um, understanding them too so remember to ask where will you be who will you be with when will you come back and will there be drugs or alcohol there? important question <laughs>
0: parents do not ask it enough
1: yes And um, we can continue to effectively monitor and nurture our relationships with our kids. Friends, as we sign
0: off today, hello. Remember that if you loved today's episode, if this was valuable to you, send it to somebody else. Leave us a five-star review. Share it with your friends. We want to hear what's happening with you. We want to hear your thoughts. You can join our conversation on Instagram or You can leave a comment on our website, but until next time, thank you everyone for tuning in. Have a great one. And thank you, Anna. (laughs) Bye.